Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Wind kills. That's it. That's the tweet. It is indeed. Ah, uh, the Charles Schwab voice. I could listen to him narrating the Nuremberg trials. <laughs> I forgot to roll up my car windows last night and then it rained. Can I get a break? Anybody, please? Nope. Prices are indeed going up, Sarah. Maybe it's time I start taking my CVS coupon scrolls more seriously. As well you should. Have such a good day. world welcome back to have such a good day the show that wants you to do just that what up heather frank <laughs> what it do <laughs> we're back we're back in the saddle again yeah, we are and again and again <laughs> yeah we fall off the saddle and then we get back in the saddle that's just week after how it goes week. <laughs> week after week yeah yeah welcome to the show that unpacks the absurdity of everyday life for your entertainment Welcome everyone, old patrons, new patrons, all the aliens of the universe. Indeed. Uh, whether you consider yourself an alien or not, we are so glad to have you. And yeah, it's been it's been a rock rolling week over here, Heather. Quite literally. Truly. Um, I can't, I, I don't even know really how to describe it, except that so so yesterday when I was doing DTNS, which is another one of my podcasts, uh, I, you know, I kept looking out the window because there's a window in my garage, even though I'm, you know, kind of, kind of, kind of in the cave here, mm -hmm. but there's a window and I was like, ooh, gosh, it, the wind seems to be really picking up. I'm glad Otis is in here with me, et cetera, et cetera. And when I went outside, it was like mayhem. I mean, like, like very large branches that would kill a person were like in the driveway, you know, kind of on the driveway gate. It's just, I don't know. Like you could get impaled by a branch. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, to the point where like when it's, when it's windy like that, I don't go outside. Cause yeah, like, you don't want to walk like, in the I'm forest not, or anything. Yeah, I'm not trying to, you know, die out here. But uh, yeah, it was um, quite dramatic. And everything is okay today, but uh, still, like, I like even this morning, I was like, 
moving large, scary branches out of the way of my car so that I could get out. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, it's, it was like that up here, too. There was a, a lot of detritus on the road, on our main road. I wasn't here all week, but my boyfriend did tell me that it was crazy windy. What, and did, I was what like, does detritus mean? Detritus, just like stuff all over, like oh, okay, yeah, detritus, like tree detritus, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, he and I asked him, I was like, "So, did you go any, on any walks this week?" And he's a total avid walker. He's like, "Oh, hell no, it was so windy." And I'm like, "It was that windy that you didn't go on a walk?" And Scary. I mean, I must have yeah. missed it 100% because I, when I went to LA, there was there was no wind and I, I heard about all the wind everywhere else. And now I'm hearing about the wind back down there and I'm up here and it's not windy anymore. So I don't know. Well, so do you want to talk about your fun LA trip? <laughs> yes, indeed. I had a great time. I had a really wonderful week. It was, it was exactly what I wanted. What was funny because I, my intention was, I had several intentions. One of my intentions was to thaw out, you know, because it, I live in the Pacific Northwest and I really wanted some warm weather. I, I was just like looking for like a warm 75 degrees, you know, warm breeze, that kind of thing. But boy, did I thaw out. And then some, it was like 98 degrees one day, 95 another day. It was, it was hot. It was too hot. It was hot. Yeah. It was definitely too hot, especially when I took Ubers that didn't want to put their AC on and they expected <laughs> you to wear a face mask in the Uber. I mean, I can't breathe. I mean, that's like, that's pretty... That's a pretty intense experience, but um, I mostly had Ubers that had AC, thankfully, just the one that, uh, I, I get it, It's gas prices are really high right now. I, I didn't fault them for it. Um, but uh, I, you know, another reason was to kind of get some restaurant variety, you know, eat some different food and see some of my friends and that kind of thing, go to maybe hit some museums. It was just, it was just sort of a week of fun. And I specifically would like to talk to you about this new friend I have, I like to call <laughs> okay. him Magic Mike. And okay. Okay. so here's the deal, here's the deal. So it, I wouldn't say it's like a house swapping situation, but I have a new friend that I, that I met um, about the time that my dad left us, like in 2021, early in the year. And it was kind of one of those weird sort of kismet sort of things where you meet someone, cause he's older, this Mike friend of mine, he's just turned 65, so he's an older guy. And I, I don't even know if I have a lot of like older friends like that, but um, he stayed at our property, stayed at one of our cabins. We became, you know, we, we chatted. He was really cool. He, he actually reminded me a lot of my dad and his, he's just a very friendly guy, he's, uh, really kind of worldly and, and, and funny and, and just this jovial guy. So um, he kind of entered my life uh, when someone else left and it was just this kind of trippy little thing. And, and yeah, so he's been coming back and forth to Trinidad where I live because he loves it, but he's been in LA for, you know, 20, 30 years and he has been trying to find property up here um, and he's just been very generous and, you know, he's like, come down, stay with us. They have a big house in the hills in Hollywood and uh, I've stayed down there before. I've talked about this a little bit on the show, but this time he was there because the last time I was there, he was out of town. And I was just kind of house sitting, I guess. They don't really expect you to do much just to put the alarm on. But this time he was actually there. Um, his wife, who is a friend of mine now, was there for a day until she took off to Costa Rica. So I got to actually hang out with her a little bit. But what was so special, and trust me, I mean, I, I had a, a kind of a, a rocking good time with my friends and had some amazing experiences. But the one that I felt was really worthy of talking about is he, he is a guy of routine 
and he and don't worry mike i'm not going to blow up your spot but he's he's kind of nestled up in the hills a little bit uh and kind of in like the beautiful areas that you're like wow people live like this yeah you know hollywood i would not say hills. hollywood hills uh, it's yeah. i wouldn't say yeah he does not have an ostentatious house it's kind of old hollywood it's really it's really cool he has a beautiful i mean almost you know gosh i mean it was a 180 degree view of the city it's it's incredible so i'm like i got the top floor and it's 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 perfect it's sort of my home away from home or it's kind of become that way because i'm going to be going down there more often going forward but one of the the highlights as i was saying is every day he takes these morning hikes and he does it around the same time like i said he's a man of routine and we, you know, we go downstairs together. He offers me a big hat, and then he offers me a bottle of water. Would you like Evian, Smart Water, or Arrowhead? I say Aww. Smart Water, and then we're off. It's just this fun little little ride that I go on with him. And apparently, he's been doing this for 15 years. He, you know, he walks around the neighborhood picking up garbage. He has the same route. You know, he's got his big sombrero, friendliest guy on earth, knows everybody. He's a local celebrity. Apparently, there's some license plate dedicated to him. I'll have to get back to you on that. I don't know all the details, but okay. I got to walk with him on his route, his like paper route, you know, and he brings, he, he's got his, you know, his gear and, and he's got these like high end dog treats that he gets in bulk. They're like really fancy dog treats, seriously, because he brings them up for Frank the dog when he comes up to visit. And he, you walk around for an hour with him and you know, you go through through the neighborhoods and stuff and there's people walking their dogs and there's people getting in their car and there's people getting their kids ready to go to school. And there's just like, there's stuff happening in the street and he knows everybody and everyone loves Mike and everyone's like, knows he's coming, sees him coming, the dogs see him coming, they smell him coming Aww. and he knows all the names of all the dogs. I mean. I'm telling you, it, I felt like I was in some reality show that I would like watch, you know? Like I just, I felt like I was along this, for this ride, you know, of his like daily purpose, you know? And, and l legit, he's like known for this in his neighborhood. And he has, you know, he's rubber gloves on, he's cleaning up the garbage and he's telling me about the different garbage he finds. And, you know, I'm like, well, what do you, what is the weirdest thing you found? And, you know, what, what is the, what, you know, I'm asking what questions. What is the weirdest thing he's found? Some was like some him. drug paraphernalia. I won't get into, but okay. um, he he finds a lot of a lot of plastic water bottles. Obviously, a lot of cigarette butts. Um, you know, he he'll find like he talks specifically about like a a type of screw. It's like a flat something screw that those are the ones that get in your tires. You know, and I'm like, oh yeah, I know about those. And you know, he he talks about some kind of stuff that I would never have like even thought about um but he i mean I, sarah i can't even explain to you i mean this was such a highlight i i walked with him on the first day and i i was always curious because i knew he did it in trinidad so when he comes to visit here he goes for a long walk around my neighborhood and pick, picks up garbage mm -hmm. and i always knew this about him um and i thought do you mind if i walk with you and he was like totally happy to have me go along and every single day i was like i got up early I had my coffee. Also, he made me coffee every morning. And, and I, I gotta say, okay, I gotta say, <laughs> I felt like a celebrity. I mean, I, so he's tucked away in the hills. So it's like, I like a cappuccino in the morning. I like a double shot, fr you know, frothy milk. I'm kind of spoiled, I make it at home. And so it's always a bit of a dilemma when I stay there because uh, you, there isn't really a coffee shop that you can walk to that's super convenient. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. I actually didn't have a car on this trip, which I probably won't do again. I don't, I don't want to be 
it, it, it limited me a little bit. Um, you know, it was, mm-hmm. it was nice to just jump in an Uber, but it was a little more limiting than I would have liked. Um, and he had this sort of, I know this is crazy. This is crazy talk. I can't believe I'm saying this. Okay. Hear me out. It was an instant coffee, but not like Folgers or some like cheapy whatever. I People would never love instant coffee. It's like, why are you like that? No, I'm just crazy. saying I I don't I just don't like it. But he had this one that was in it was an Israeli coffee called like Elite Something. I don't remember what the name is, but I loved it. It had a nutty flavor and I was so into it. I'm like, I don't need my cappuccino. Like I'm literally gonna buy some of this shit and make it when I'm like, eh, I don't feel like making a cappuccino. Anyway, he made me coffee every morning. It was a whole thing. I, I had a I had a really grand old time. And uh, yeah, it's, I'm home and I've already bought a ticket to go back down just because it's like my second life. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. crafting my, I've talked about this on the show before that I always wanted a pied a terre, you know, somewhere. And I kind of feel like I have it. And he's just like, wants me to be there as much as possible. And it's, it's pretty great. I feel like really lucky. So there you have it. Well, Heather, I love this for you. (laughs) I'm like, Hmm. Here I am wasting away in the windy oh, come you know, on. redwood. You can come with me. He l- loves barf like, the more the merrier place. Bring all your friends. Uh, no, seriously. No, and we will. We will. Um yeah. But uh no, that that sounds so great. I'm so glad you had a good time and and um you know, making new friends. Yeah, man. And I think you can, it just goes to show you that you can make new friends at any stage of life. But I will say that the- You sure can. The getting on the plane thing is is definitely, uh, I feel like it's a muscle. It's like, you know, you got to flex it to, I, I felt like the way down was pretty easy, smooth. I mean, it's a short flight, but the way back, it was like, there you know burbank airport was weirdly packed and and they mm. like kept switching gates and it was a bit chaotic and we sat on the tarmac and i was kind of like i almost i mean in my mind i'm like if we don't roll out soon i am going to open the door and let myself yeah. out and you know just, you get yeah, like this like, claustrophobia yeah, yeah. no i i've i've been there where i'm like i, I like will it. like hack myself out of this window <laughs> yeah and just totally. like jump onto the tarmac and run away <laughs> That's how I much don't I don't care how be on risky this plane. it is. Exactly. <laughs> it's like it's like this lack of control that I feel and I and I talked to Mike about this actually cuz he's at that age where you know he books these trips and then kind of backs out on them at the last minute cuz he gets mm. this mm-hmm. real fear. I mean, he there's a whole thing. Trust me, his wife has talked to me about it. It's like this whole thing where they, you know, they book these trips. She loves traveling and he does too in theory, but he gets very he worries about all the things he can't control and it kind of takes him over. And Mm -hmm. I I understand that on some level, I'm not that bad, but I do get it. I get restless legs on flights. um, Mm -hmm. And it actually like, like to the point sometimes where I'm like, this is not good. Mm -hmm. I cannot do this. You need to wear compression socks. (laughs) Yeah. It'll be that girl. It's, it's, it's anxiety. That's what it. Oh, is. for sure, for sure. But um, when I was a little kid, my dad, who was in the Vietnam War, had a like deep fear of planes. Oh and, wow! And and elevators and all things that because make you war? feel claustrophobic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I okay. mean, that's what it was attributed to. Mm-hmm. And because of that, 
my when i was a kid it's like we lived in california um we would go to mexico because you can drive there dad doesn't mm -hmm. have to get on a plane and then there was always like the whole sort of like talk of like maybe we'll go to hawaii and everyone was like but is dad gonna get on a plane mm. no we never once did that we went to mexico like a hundred times but <laughs> wow never you drove from sebastopol uh well my mom and i would fly to san diego and my dad would drive and then he would oh, meet I us see. there and then we would go across the border wow cool i know yeah i mean cool but also like you know <laughs> also not cool it, it was also it was something that like i i knew quite quite well you know mm -hmm. you know as, as a young child that like dad can't get on a plane and he also can't get in an elevator you know, mm -hmm. and there are a lot of other things that he just, he just can't fucking do. Yeah. So, you know, uh, I, 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 I'm sure some of you out there would, uh, understand that it was always hard for me as a little kid, but I, I think I get it now. Yeah. It's, I'm, I really hope that I don't go down that, uh, path because, you know, I, I'm like you, we both love it in, an adventure. I kind of prefer just jumping in the car if I can, but um, I don't have like serious anxiety traveling. I don't, I just, I think it's, you know, the older we get, the more I'm like more meticulous with my packing. You know, I want to make sure I'm not taking too much, but I need to make sure I have the things that I need, you mm -hmm. know? And so it's just like when I yeah. was younger, I would just throw a couple things in a bag and it was no big deal. And I didn't even think about it. It was just kind of like, whatever. And now you have to just be, so diligent with your Ziploc bag and your, you know, your, um, liquids. And it's just, it's, there's a lot to think about when you travel. There really is a lot more, uh, these days, I think. And I think that's part of it too. It's not as, as simple as it was. Nothing is. Indeed. Well, um, on the travel front, um, mm -hmm. I had, I had a real nice dinner with a couple of friends of mine who, are on the west coast now but have um a house in new york city in manhattan and you know we were kind of just you know chopping it up about you know how great new york is and and all the things mm -hmm. that was last night so <laughs> i woke up this morning and i heard about the subway issue mm -hmm. um which i mean you Probably I've already heard about it, but if you haven't, um, somebody tried to kill a bunch of people on the subway this morning. Mm -hmm. And um, and it really hit me. And in a weird way, like, I, I, I have never lived in New York. I am not a New Yorker. I wouldn't never pretend to be one. Mm -hmm. But I, I love the city. I've spent a lot of time there, you know, for work and play. Mm -hmm. And it really like it really hit me hard this morning and you know this was the absolute first thing i did when i woke up this morning was like oh what what is this news you know turn on cnn the whole thing and um um as of this recording i'm i'm sure a lot of things will come to light that that weren't you know when i was kind of digesting this at like 7 a.m in the morning but it really it kind of rocked me and I think that it doesn't matter where you live. 
Like Mm -mm. where you live does not make a tragedy any greater or smaller. Mm -hmm. That's, that's not, you know, what I'm going for here, but there is something about living in, you know, one of the world's most beloved places Mm -hmm. and where people are packed in like sardines Mm -hmm. and, um, and terrible things happen that, uh, it really, it was, it was, it, it shook me. It, it, it shook me. Yeah. I mean, me too. I mean, I remember taking that line in Brooklyn and I mean, I lived there for a short period, but I did take that line a lot because I did go to Brooklyn um, quite a bit from Manhattan and it's so close to home. It's like, you've had so many experiences there. Like, I guess it's harder to relate to like a war that's really far away in a country that you haven't been you know, and it's it's harder, I guess, to, it, it, of course, yeah, it's, it's you know, really staggering kind of the, and awful, but I think because it's so close to home, you know? That's a good point. And I, I'm trying to, like, kind of, I don't know, come to terms with, like, you know, like, the nationalism of it all. Like, mm-hmm. why do I care about something that happens closer to me than something that happens farther away? And, and I really don't. I, I really don't, but, uh, but yeah, it was, it was, it was tough stuff. Uh, and I think part of it is, I know for me, you know, we talked about this a few episodes back where I had some friends who were, you know, talking about going to a music festival in Las Vegas. And the first thing I thought of was like that, you know, terrible that, shooting yeah. they had at the, and like, I think it's yeah. like everyday activities, people are dying. Like you walk to, I mean, this isn't anything totally new. I mean, you walk to a store or a liquor store. I mean, this happens in certain areas of the world. It's not like it's new, but it is happening more often in, you know, such your daily routine spots, you know? I mean, the fact that Mm -hmm. it's like people on their way to work and they're, they've been home and sequestered for the last two years. And now they're finally getting back out there on the, on the subway commuting and it's, during their commute. I mean, it's, it's so, it's not just close to home. It's so like your daily quotidian, what's the word? I mean, in French it's quotidian. It's like your, mm-hmm. your day-to-day, you know, routine. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. that's part of it too. It feels too, um, too easy or something like <laughs> it just, it's so wrong. It's just, I know. And I, you know, it, my, <laughs> our point is, Certainly not to bring anybody down who's listening to the show, but it was just, it, you know, it, it rocked me a little bit today. Um, yeah. And, uh, and this is not to say that uh, other uh, issues like this don't do the same, but I, get, I don't know, I, I'm trying to like put it into words. Like I think that if something happens in a place that I would never go to. Don't Mm -hmm. have to go for work, Mm -hmm. not gonna go for, you know, for fun and pleasure kind of thing. I think like, wow, how tragic, how awful, Um, what can I do? But when it's something that is like, oh yeah, I've been to that subway station. Mm -hmm. Not, Not, you know, today, but I've been there, you know, that's scary. Yep. It, uh, I don't know. It just kind of makes you feel some things. Well, it also makes you feel like, okay, well, when I walk out the front door, it just makes you feel 
like anything can happen. You you know how they say it's just like I mean yeah. we're not we're not trying to be, you know, dark or, or twisted here, but like you walk out into the world and I mean a piano's not you gonna fall out of the sky. That's exactly. probably not gonna happen. That yeah. happens in the cartoons, but well, like, weird like stuff my, happens all the time. My my wind issue like yeah, yesterday. Like I mean no I mean, I was inside, so nothing, you know, struck me in the head, but if it had it does happen. I would probably be a goner. Well, yeah, Not and like people get lie. hit by like lightning. I mean, freakish things, but this almost feels, this is, okay, maybe part of it is it's not really a freakish thing. Like somebody made the conscious decision to hurt people in a very busy subway station of re regular, you know, wonderful human beings. And it's just, it's, yeah. it's, it's so hard to wrap your head around it. If any of you all have any insight into this and, why it's just so hard to articulate our feelings on this please email us at hi at have such a good day.com yeah please do and yeah and stay um, safe out there everyone <laughs> that's an order well put heather watch for falling please, branches just stay safe yeah exactly like i mean at the end of the day you don't want a redwood branch to fall on you and kill you no, which is you something don't. that did not happen to me yesterday but might have uh had i been in a slightly different place kind of yeah. scary it's but, uh, true that wind kills it can it can kill so be, man, be, be careful out there don't it ever so <laughs> what else is going on so sarah i i, I want to talk to you about this and i have been wanting to talk about this for a while but i i had real life on the ground experiences this week with this particular subject matter and i thought this would be a good time to talk about it I want to talk about this QR code shit. I went out into okay. the world, as you know, and you know, it's not that I've never experienced this before, but I ate out every meal except for like breakfast. But I, you know, I made it so that I went to all my favorite restaurants. I booked everything in advance. I just wanted to have that experience. And I mean, QR codes are everywhere. And I know this is not news. They've been around for a long time, but they're really integrated into restaurants now. And I don't like it. I know it's the way of the world and the future, and there's not much I can do about it. It's all go, everything's going automated. Robots are taking over the world, blah, blah, blah. The thing is, I like technology. I like furthering and evolving with technology. I enjoy a new gadget, a new piece of software that makes life easier. I get it. I get why we're doing it. I just do not like this thing at restaurants. It cheapens the experience. It changes it all together. I mean, haven't we gone through enough change? Our world has changed so much in the last couple of years. I just can't bear it. I, I, I don't want, again, everyday experiences that we're talking about to be cheapened. I enjoy so much. If all else fails, go have a nice meal with a friend. You know, I had a good time. I just went to a wide range of restaurants and you know, a lot of the kind of casual restaurants do the QR code thing. I get it. You know, there's a little laminated paper on the table you know, you scan the code, you look at the menu on your phone, there's no paper menus, you know, you, you got to get those reading glasses out if you can't read your phone, that kind of thing. Others offered if you asked for it, like sometimes you would sit down at a maybe let's say a, a little bit nicer restaurant, mm -hmm. you would see the QR code, but I at a few of them, I just asked to see if they had paper menus because here's the thing. I also really like paper menus there. There's usually like some art on them there's like some kind of branding like the fonts and the logos of the restaurants and it's often can be a very creative 
piece of paper. I like, I like looking, I like perusing menus. In fact, I, I don't know what you guys do, but I actually do a process of elimination while I peruse a menu. And it's hard to do that on a small phone. You have to like move the menu like to the right and left and like see all the different corners. And it's easier to kind of do the process of elimination when I can kind of scan in, at one, at one like glance, as opposed to, you know, having to go to the different corners of this, you know, this small screen. So again, you, you could order, you could actually ask for paper menus if they had them. Um, but, you know, th my favorite experience was at like a higher end restaurant that didn't have QR codes. And we actually talked about it with the waitress. And uh, she okay. was so cool. Like, I gave her a good like, tip. How, do, how does that like conversation start? Like, hey, um, are you I was interested like, in talking thank about God you don't have QR codes. And she's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I hate that. We're, we're moving from this software to this other software. And the, mm -hmm. the owner's mm -hmm. never going to do that. You know, he's very blah, 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 blah. And very particular about his restaurant experience. And I was like, oh, hallelujah. I had the best time talking to her because... It, it's that rapport you have. It's that like sort of hobnobbing with a, like a stranger, yet someone who's trying to give you a nice experience. They want you to tip them well. They they want you to enjoy the food. You sure. know, they come back yeah. and see how you're doing. And there's this whole routine, um, this sort of song and dance that I really like when I go to a restaurant. That's a huge part of why I like going out to eat. If I'm going to go mm -hmm. just scan a QR code and order my food and pay on my phone. I'm sorry. I, it's just not my, it's not my vibe. And also I like to, I, I, when I enter a restaurant, I usually just keep my phone in my purse. I'll look at it, you know, right before I put it in there to see maybe what time it is, or if anyone is trying to contact me, but I like to just put it away, take a break, you know? Yeah. And I'm, if you're I'm, doing the code thing, yeah. yeah, it's just, your phone is always the center of attention. So, okay, here's the other thing. So what if I don't own a smartphone? Some people don't. They still have flip phones. Or no phone. Yeah. Or no phone. What yeah. if I left it at home because I specifically wanted to go out without a phone? Um, what if I lost it at the last location I was coming from? You know, and I yeah. don't know if this is a case of, you know, when you were younger and you would kind of tell your parents or you would think your parents were old because they didn't like your, your music, your cool music. I don't think it's the case yeah. of that where it's like, am I just getting older and like the, the new stuff that's coming up with the new generations is, is just unsavory. I don't think that's it. I think that I have a, like a legit reasoning here. I want to know from you guys, like how you feel out there. I think it sucks. I think there's too many instructions and rules right now with everything, especially with the pandemic and just all the changes in the world, it's like enough already. Just integrate the QR code thing later. And I know part of it is because of COVID. They don't want <laughs> to have these paper menus and your fingerprints and all that. But I don't know. For me, it's 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 a tough one. Email us at hi at have such a good day.com and let us know how you feel. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, speaking of getting a hold of us, uh, if you are not a patron, if you're listening to the show and you think, you know, I'd love to directly support these gals. Well, we certainly would love to have you. Patreon.com slash have such good day is where you can find out more about that. If you want to hear the show uh, for free, all good. We would never deny you that. But if you want an ad-free show, then patreon.com is where you can find out more about that. 
Yeah, and if you want a little closer connection to us little ladies, then become a patron because you can get into the inner sanctum. Indeed. And we talk about all the things. So I know I know I always gush about our Discord. We have the best Discorders. Discorders, love you. I'm doing a little heart thing. Um <laughs> And if, if you if you want to if you want to join the Discord, five dollars or more per month um, would be the way to do that. And we welcome new patrons, absolutely. <laughs> All right. So yeah, I we did get a couple emails and comments on our episode posts. One of my favorite patrons. You're all my favorite patrons, by the way. 2120 South Michigan Avenue. Uh, we love you, 21. They are referring to, seriously, I love when they write in. So we, we were talking about balls in the last episode. We were talking about curve balls and we were other about B, kinds of balls. We were talking about MLB. Okay. Yeah, Let, we were. We were. But, yeah. but, but it was something, it, we kind of veered off into this whole like ball conversation. So anyway, <laughs> he says... Hey balls, apparently a curveball curves away from the batter. The seams on the baseball spin clockwise. A screwball curves in toward the batter and the baseball generally spins counterclockwise. There are books written on this craziness as many other balls you might be thinking about or not. Love you both. Aww. Well, we love you too. He also mentioned, I had have this thing with the 11-11. I, I've mentioned this before on the show and it's still happening to me where I like... Always I look laser at the focus clock on the right clock then. and it's yeah. 11 11 and it trips me out and so he's he says heather 11 11 is a thing when your la partying stops google the 11 11 phenomenon we started to notice this in 2019 and throughout the pandemic it seemed like our clocks were there permanently i don't go in for too much spookiness but this definitely is more than a coincidence so i agree with you I, and i remember when this popped up and i I want to say this was like in some TV show. It, there was some eleven eleven thing, and it was like it was some spooky TV show. Uh, I can't remember what it was exactly, but um, I will Google it twenty one twenty and write you back because uh, you always make some some good points and you make me chuckle. So thank you for writing in. Real quick before you go to our final email, um, the eleven eleven thing, which I've always sort of been like, eh shrug it off eh, mm -hmm. whatever it's just a time of day a uh, friend of mine and her now ex-husband um got uh engaged at 11 11 and it was very important to them oh interesting it happened exactly at that moment wow yeah wow. yeah do i know uh -huh. them you do well okay. we'll talk about it offline okay but uh <laughs> but yeah but yeah very interesting it, it, it's it, no, I know. Like I'm always like, you guys. It's just a time of day, please. I but, know. Um, and the thing, but actually, it, it it does matter to people, and I get why. Yeah, I mean, I, I have mixed feelings because it does happen to me a lot, and I'm always like, whoa, because it, it's sort of jarring seeing like the one 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 one. Like it's just like it's a very cool looking thing, and I'm like, sure. again, yeah. that happened yesterday. But then you have to think. But I look at the clock more often and maybe it's just not as striking when I see just any other random number. So part of me is like, wow, there has to be meaning to it because I'm kind of superstitious. Then the other part of me is like, ah, come on, there's no meaning to it. It's just the clock is just going and you just it's a coincidence and you're, you're yeah. looking at the clock more often than you think. But it's like stuff like that where so so i'm kind of like i feel both ways but uh yeah and then so we we ended up getting an email from 
Henry C. And the subject line is, yes, get another dog. And this is in reference to the fact that I'm trying to sneakily adopt a dog without uh, letting mm -hmm. my boyfriend know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Maybe like hide him in the bathroom. So he says, Heather was talking about another dog. Second dogs are great. They keep each other company and the older one helps train the younger one. Being a Chihuahua owner myself, you will find that they're very loyal dogs. This is my current one. And he's showing pictures of them, which I wish we could show you. Um, his name is Tater Tot. Tater Tot. He has a long hair. I love that. That's such a sweet, cute name. And he is so cute. The long hair Chihuahua. I totally love, love those guys. My second dog is a mini Dachshund named Noodles Romanov, which is really cute. Henry C. You know, Henry, I agree with you. I'm, I actually met another new dog this week that is a type of dog that I've never really, I, I, I don't know what his mix was, he, but he was like a terrier chihuahua and something else but he was about four or five times bigger than frank the dog who's a tiny tiny little terrier chihuahua and I, i'm not really a chihuahua person per se but because i i ended up with this frank the chihuahua i i appreciate them more they, and he's not they like grow a, on you they grow on you and he's not a barky annoying chihuahua he's he's a he's a cool dude and he's a good cuddler and they they love to burrow and there's these little Aww, characteristics that I love the burrow are so fun so i met um pablo the dog who's a uh, a new dog that my friend just adopted such a little sweetheart he's he's a terrier uh with i think some chihuahua and some what are the low dogs the corgis there might be a little corgi in there because oh, he's a corgi. little bit of a low rider um but so cute he's white and he's got these pointy ears and he's super gentle and sweet. And I'm just, I, I just like totally fell in love with him. Anyway, so I will keep you posted on my doggy adventures. And thank, thank you for caring. Please do. <laughs> you, I mean, you gotta I, root for I, me. Honestly, like, like every Monday I'm like, did Heather adopt a <laughs> golden retriever today? <laughs> did Heather adopt <laughs> some sort of a German shepherd? Did Heather adopt, know. you know, some sort of a, you know, doodle kind of thing? Like, oh my God, I, I know what's happening. Oh, I know what's happening. happening. It's happening. Yeah. But then, but then yeah. I have like a couple friends who are like, but then you're not going to be able to go to France for a month. What are you going to do with your dog? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm like a walking that, contradiction. That, that's actually, <laughs> pardon me. It's actually, uh, that's a real problem. I mean, it is. everyone knows I, I have my dog Otis. I love him so much. He's my best friend. I mean, wait, I thought I was well, your best friend. Well, you're what my best hell? friend. No, you're a human. He's my, he's my other best friend. I get it. Full get stop. It. Yeah. But like, yeah, like, I mean, every time I think about like, okay, if I have to go out of town for a couple of days, like he'll stay with my mom or, you know, he'll go to camp or. It's a whole thing. It's a whole it's thing. A whole and thing. it's, yeah, I mean, I, I have a friend okay. in LA who I, you know, spend some time with and she's like, you don't want to get a dog. You're not going to be able to travel. You're not going to have that freedom. And it's like, I want a dog and I want to travel too. Can't I, I don't know, maybe I go on more road trips. Of course, of course. You can I want it all, Sarah. It just, it just, it requires some logistics. That's just how it goes. Yeah. Indeed, Sarah Lane. Indeed. Well, listen, uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap up episode 144 of Have Such a Good Day. Hope you all had a good time with us. We certainly had a good time with you. We did. And, uh, and Watch out we'll for the wind doing... out there, guys. 
gal. Gosh, I mean, seriously, like I need a hard hat. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, we'll we'll be back doing it all again with episode one hundred forty-five next week. Oh, Hope everybody man. has a wonderful, wonderful day, week, month, all the things. And in the meantime, I will remain Heather, and I will remain Sarah. Have such a good day. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.